Welcome everybody listening to the Fairy Weather Podcast. I'm here with my boy A-Rod. It's me, 2K Suave. And below us, we have our favorite guest. Every time he's on, I have to get a, le- a different level of excitement. I got to drink a little bit more because I got to be able to keep up with him because his knowledge is on another level. Mr. <laughs> Michael Pless, welcome back. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me back. It's it's awesome. It's uh, This is my favorite time of the year. You got free agency going on and... You got March Madness, and uh, it's it's just a great time to be a sports fan. Baseball starting up, so a lot of good things uh, going on. Mike, did you fill out your bracket, and have you joined the Fairweather Podcast group on ESPN yet? I did, and I'm 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 concerned with my bracket. I don't know how good it's going to be this year, but uh, you know, hopefully, I get lucky. But I haven't really followed. If you're not concerned with your bracket, you didn't you didn't do a good bracket. You have to be concerned with your bracket. That's the whole way it goes. <laughs> for yeah, so. for budget reasons, uh, we're uh, we're we're giving the winner to come on the show and just talk sports with us for the day. Um, if you don't win, you've been on here three times now, so I think that's okay. I think you can yeah. take that title right now. If yeah, anything, yeah. I might I feel comfortable. You know, I might I might cash out somebody. We can we can run. We'll give we'll give a I gift. I might send a Venmo to the winner of, of the of the uh, the thing. We'll see. Unless we'll, I win, we'll that text Michael. We, yeah, if we if we win, we'll just we're here all the time. So when <laughs> when I win, I just want the credit. All right. So <laughs> out of all the people we wanted to bring on, I think you text us like five times, and we're like, "Hey, man, free agency. Let me jump on and let me let me spit some stuff." So champions. I, I was all for it. I was all for it. We wanted you to come on, but this whole episode will be for free agency. Um, you know, March Madness is going on. We don't talk a lot of college sports on here, which, you know, that's just that's just us. We'll, we'll dabble with, we'll talk draft and prospects that are in college and things like that. Um, but NFL free agency is just, it's just been crazy the last three days. It's been really, really crazy. We've got a lot of things to touch. So it's it started. Um and first day kind of hit off with a bang. Second day hit off with a bigger bang, I think. And then day three, it's just guys are guys are succumbing to different contracts right now and signing with teams. So I wanted to play like, and I sent you the first list was, you know, where would he sign type of thing? But we'd be here all night doing that shit. There's like a thousand names on that list. There's, I'm like, okay, we're going to have to get this my out. Defense, <laughs> my defense has gotten a lot smaller, but there's still a lot of guys on there. Of of the free agents that are out there, who do you think um, are some of the best available players that are still out there on the market? Well, I, I think you got to look at the receiver group. I mean, the receiver group is kind of moving slowly. Uh, I know you got you know a couple here and there that I've signed lately, but you know you look at Kenny Galladay. I think he's probably the, the biggest name left. Um, you know, pretty much out of all the free agents, in my opinion. So more so than Juju. Yeah. Yeah. More so than Juju. Um, just because Juju, he presents a whole different animal as far as just, you have to deal with his personality and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think, you know, I think Kenny Galladay would be, I feel uh, just a better fit overall for somebody that's looking for that, you know, number one type of receiver that can provide you a, you know, jump in your passing game. And then, you know, looking from there, I think some of the defensive linemen that are still available, you still have, um, you know, Jadavian Clowney's out there. You got some, you know, another guy, Carlos Dunlap. 
Uh, I'm probably forgetting some other names, but there's there's quite a few pass rushers. I know Hassan Reddick just signed with the Panthers, which kind of sucks. Team, KK. You said yeah. sneak team. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean – that kind of sinks because he's going to the Panthers and that's a division rival. But I kept uh, saying, watch out for the Panthers. The Panthers mm-hmm. are going to get, they have to bolster up on their defense and stuff like that. And right. we'll get to draft stuff, but mm-hmm. I, watched, I, um, I watched Jordan Love the other day, his pro day. Not, is that his name? Nah. Lance? You think yeah. Lance? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. I'm, yeah. thinking of, I'm thinking of Green Bay. Trey Lance. But I said Lance. Trey Lance. I watched his pro day the other day. So I think I think my biggest one I would say would be the defensive back position as well. Wide receiver for sure, but there's a lot, a lot of good defensive backs that are out there. Adore Jackson got cut. Uh, Anthony Harris, Malcolm Butler, Richard Sherman, Xavier Rhodes, Patrick Peterson, Desmond King, Dunbar, Hayward, uh, Malik Hooker, who can easily sign for something because he tore his ACL. They can they can get some money out of that guy or not pay him too much. Uh, there's a lot of good defensive backs out there. If I'm the Buccaneers right now, hey man, go get one of those guys. Anyone? Do you guys even guys. have money left? They gotta have some money left. Are you ta- who are we talking yeah, about bucks. as far as money? Oh, the Bucks? No, I mean they're the Bucks are mainly focusing on bringing their own guys back. Yeah, run uh, it right back. now. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna be going after any um, you know outside free agents outside of maybe a James White or. You let's, know, maybe maybe let's occasional. Pause, let's pause that talk real quick because I got a segment on that towards the end of the of the show to talk about that. Who we think you could possibly mm-hmm. target realistically? Because I think a lot of people, you know, in the off season were like, "Oh, JJ Watt's coming. OBJ is coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ is coming. Muhammad is coming. The Great Buddha is coming. All these guys are coming." But Gandhi is coming. You, you're a realist just like I am with sports, and you know who's going to be coming to this team. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about that later. Who are who are priorities for the Bucks to sign, and who is an actual target they will probably sign on that team. But as far as best available, you say you know the wide receivers in the D line. I don't. I'm not mad with that. There's a lot of good uh, defensive linemen out there and edge rushers as well uh, to be signed. Like you said, Jadavion Clowney, Dunlap, Ingram's one of those guys. Melvin yeah, Ingram, Alvin Smith, Everson Griffith. Um, I really like Solomon Thomas for the 49ers too. I think that's a guy that's mm-hmm. kind of under the radar. Yeah. Um, he was actually just picked up by the, uh, the Raiders. So that so was, he just, got picked up? yeah. So that's a good move for them. You know, as far as the Raiders go. Damn. I thought, Damn. I thought my boy could woo him over. I thought he could woo him there. Um, and then even, even um, Gerald McCoy's out there too. Gerald McCoy's waiting. Does he have anything left in the tank? I think he does. I think he just had a bad injury with the Cowboys and it was just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. He should have stuck yeah, around. Yeah, took less yeah. money. Stuck around with the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, McCoy is an interesting one. I think he's going to be a wait and see. I think he'll probably sign once we get closer to training camp. You know, team's probably going to want to see him and, and work him out, see how he yeah, is from sure injury. Yeah, so, I mean, if he's healthy, he's still a good fit for a 4-3 team that's looking for a penetrator, you know, a guy that can get after the quarterback still, so. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting name. But I'm looking at the list now, and yeah, just looking at some of the names. You know, you look at uh, like Keanu Neal, uh, the safety from Atlanta. You know, so there are one. some. Yeah, there's some good players in the secondary that are available. Um, you know, Desmond King is another good player. Mm-hmm. Um, both both DBs from the Chargers uh, or corners from the Chargers are available. 
So they mm-hmm. got to go in there and pick up somebody else now to replace yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I got Keanu Neal going to like the Cowboys or something. Cowboys got to make some moves. Um, mm-hmm. They're definitely going to have to. And, and what's crazy is like all the QBs were swallowed up the first day that were like halfway decent. There's really no quarterbacks that are available to that. It's just backups at this point. The way, it works with, the way it works with quarterbacks, you don't wait. <laughs> you got to make sure you attack that first mm-hmm. and then see what you got in the draft. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with having a veteran quarterback, even if you don't want him to start or you want him to start. Get him day one and just get it out the way, and then fig- you can figure out the rest after. But yeah. the way I always see free agency, day one is, you know, a lot of activity happens day one and day two. I feel like teams win Super Bowls based off of the stuff that happens after that. Like the, like the low-key signings, like the – we're looking at, like, the Cardinals today. I mean, they picked up A.J. Green. So, I mean, if you do, like, a, do like a calculation, the amount of catches and yards, the all-time yards that the, uh, the Cardinals have, A.J. Green, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, like, I mean, that's a that's – a, and they still have Christian Kirk as well mm-hmm. to go with Kyler Murray, to go with J.J. Watt. I think I think the Cardinals did a really good job, um, and then get, mm-hmm. I think AJ Green get, getting him today was a, was a big deal. Like, Larry, that, Larry's go going there though. Me. Larry's a free agent though. So. Larry's, you, you think they're gonna let Larry go anywhere? I mean, if if they do, I, we were talking about this like very vaguely today. Me and me and us in our little side group chat. Like, if they do like like the AJ Green signing, I don't think it hinders the Larry signing. Um, but if they just say, hey, we don't want you anymore. I think he signs and just says Minnesota. Larry Fitzgerald. Hey man, and it's a it's a new era, new coach. There's a zero percent chance Larry Fitzgerald plays for any other team but the Arizona Cardinals. I I mean I agree I'm with you. I'm willing to put I'm willing to put whatever stimulus check I get back. I'm willing to put that on. on that. My my stimmy hit and I'm already at the beach with it, so we're we're spending it at the beach. Oh, but. Man. All I'm saying is if he were to go to another team, he'd be in he'd be in Minnesota and go play at back at home is what I think one more you hang it up. To go you think his last his last hurrah would be with Kirk Cousins over Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, that's up bring to the, back Patrick Peterson. That's up Buda to the Baker. Cardinals, though. That's up to the Cardinals, not Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald wants to play there. I know that. I'm saying if the Cardinals don't offer him. A contract. I'm saying I think that's where he would sign. They're but gonna offer him a contract, even yeah. if it's for the vet minute, whatever it is, because they paid him very handsomely his whole career. I agree. I was just trying He's to not going anywhere. I'm trying to hit you with a what you heard it here first type. There's thing. no you heard it here first. There's no what if. There's no <laughs> look. I don't look. I'm only I'm only capable of dealing with enough hot takes per day. That take is not. Nah. Larry Fitzgerald is not going anywhere. That's not the Arizona Cardinals. Let's there's be honest. Stimmy, there's a stimmy on the on the table. I'd heard Stimmy's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the stimmy is on the table. Okay, so yeah. speaking since we talked about quarterbacks lightly, like there's nobody really available anymore outside of an Alex Smith or a Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, trade rumors on a lot of players are still. <laughs> Uh, still, yeah, that, that's the only two who gives, a, who gives a shit about Trubisky. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> trade rumors are still circling two big players. Uh, apparently, the Bears try to break the bank with three first-round picks, two third-rounders, and two starting-caliber players to trade to the Seahawks. And they were like, yeah, man, we got stimmy money, too, so we're trying to spend, so we're <laughs> kind of good. Um, what do you think? And then, and even at that, now Watson has... As a, a sexual assault allegation against him now, 
do you think either one of these guys are going to last on these teams? Or do you think they're going to be played eventually? Yeah, like, do you think they're going to get moved before the season starts or possibly during the season? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I think Wilson most likely um, is going to stay with Seattle. I think he's the the one of the two that will stay. I think Deshaun is going to get moved at some point, and it's probably going to be somewhere closer to the draft. You know, once we get into draft season, I think Deshaun is is probably the guy that you know does end up getting moved for draft picks or what have you. Uh, so I feel like that that's a move that can be made, and, and especially with them just signing Tyrod Taylor, Correct. you know, to to a contract, it kind of seems like okay, they're putting themselves in position uh, to make some type of move, and you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But I, I think Russell's going to stay. I, I think it's harder to move Russell than it is Deshaun, um, given the circumstances of the team uh, where they're at. You know, both teams are at. So I feel Deshaun's a likely one to uh, to get moved. Yeah, to piggyback off of that, the whole Russell situation, I told I told A-Rod about a month ago to read between the lines that his name will be brought up in some point that he, there, somebody, and I said it won't happen this offseason. I think what Seahawks are going to do, one more season, one last hoorah, ride it out one more year, and then next year. I said, not this year, next year you will see it happen. So Russ is definitely definitely has one more year left with, you know, with Metcalf and every, everything over there in Seattle. But I think this is the last year there. Deshaun, I mean, Deshaun doesn't even follow the Texans on social media. He's deleted. He's cut all ties. Mm-hmm. Um, his his new coach, Cully, went on uh, NFL Network last week saying the same thing that the Rams GM said about golf. He's our quarterback for now, even though – even though he wanted to act like there was the ship, the ship wasn't sinking. There was nothing going on. The simple fact that they brought in Tyrod Taylor let you know either they're okay with Deshaun Watson just sitting out, which I don't think is a, I, I don't see that as a viable option for for either for both parties, or they know we're gonna have to trade them. And who who is who like who would you rather who would you want to have as your bridge quarterback? Tyrod Taylor, he's like the perfect, he's like, he's good enough to be a starter, but not good enough to be like that guy. He's like the 30s, Timmy, I mean, he's like the 31st ranked quarterback in the league. So, of course, you want to have him on your team because in the event that your quarterback gets hurt, holds out, whatever's going on, you have a rookie that you drafted, you want to make sure, like Baker Mayfield kind of thing, four games, and then you put in, you know. And you beat the Jets. What's up? And then you beat the Jets. And then you beat the Jets. And then <laughs> and then his career took off after that. So to uh, me, Tyrod's like he's like the second stimulus check. I mean, it's six hundred dollars, but hey, six hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, this it, 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 you, it came at the perfect time. You know, stuff is going on at home. Now you get to fix your toilet. Like it's it's exactly it's, it's perfect. It's like the perfect timing for everything. So so. Deshaun has two destinations, the Broncos and the 49ers. Which you know, are, yeah. And, and I the 49ers are making the right moves on the O-line to protect them and, and bring in. They signed Alex Mack. Uh, they brought back Trent Williams on the that biggest. Trent Williams signing to me was the signing of the whole of the whole free agency. Trent Williams to me is like, he's already a Hall of Famer to me. Like he's that good. So mm-hmm. that was a very good idea for that. 
I think I think the 49ers are, are going to make a pursuit at Watson. I think that's going to going to happen there. Um, and the Broncos, like John Elway, loves him a good quarterback. Like he'll always go and get a quarterback. Like he did it with. Um, Will Peyton he Manning? Huh? Who has he had since Peyton Manning? I mean, he he tried think to about it. With- He's been terrible. He's been terrible. With he, his with his assessment of quarterbacks, he got he got lucky with Peyton Manning. He get lucky with Peyton Manning. He had a better defense to help him the second go around at it, mm-hmm. uh, the second try at the Super Bowl. He he tried to gamble with the Joe Flacco thing. It it didn't work. Um, I agree with you, but I think I think when he sees the potential there in a quarterback, I think that's where he's he's trying. That's why the that's why they've been kind of quiet in the in the off season of signing some players. They really haven't gone out and, you know, shocked you with, oh, my God, the Broncos got this guy to help out with this. They got a good young nucleus in the offense, which is really good. Two good receivers, good tight end, pretty two. They have a lot of good receivers. Yeah, three, four, I would say, yeah. Their receiving crew is good. The tight end is good. They have good running backs. Uh, Their defense is still pretty decent. They they brought back um, Von Miller. They, they use their franchise tag uh, as well. All they need is a quarterback because at the end of the day, you have to deal with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr. the the Raiders. I don't, I don't know, but you got to deal with Mahomes and Herbert. And Herbert's got about fifteen to twenty years of being excellent. Mahomes got another fifteen to eighteen years of being excellent, and then the Raiders are going to Raider. So yeah, if you can get Deshaun Watson, if you can get Deshaun Watson, that division is is like it's dynamite. That's the that's like mm-hmm. that's must watch TV. So to me, the Broncos need to do. John Elway needs to do whatever he can to get him. Same thing with the 49ers. They they need to do whatever they can to get that kind of guy. And I think the Texans are finally willing to like okay, let's actually listen because they wouldn't have gotten Tyrod Taylor. Like they could have gotten like Trubisky, you know, like they could have gotten Andy Dalton, somebody like who the hell cares, but they went and got Tyrod Taylor. And that makes me know, all right, finally there's legs to this. Like we can finally see Deshaun Watson get the wish. Now the whole allegation thing, I, I don't like to speak on these kind of things because it's not my place. I'm assuming that there's not, I don't I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not even going to speak on it. You're innocent until proven guilty. That's I'm not going to speak on it. I just hope everything works out for both parties. And Deshaun Watson gets out of Houston, and was, that's it. That's it. That's all. What do you think, Pless, on on uh, any trade speculation that we don't even know about? Because I know you're the NFL guru on a lot of things. Right? <laughs> He's a guru I mean, on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Watson, I feel like you got to watch out for Carolina. I think Carolina's a sneaky team that is trying yeah. to des- desperately upgrade their quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, you know, Bridgewater so bad, man. I feel bad for the guy, man. Yeah. I, I mean, he just, I mean, he struggled. I mean, he was 0 and 8 in games under a touchdown or, or less, you know, last year as, as far as, you know, in the fourth quarter. So when it comes to being clutch, he, he didn't produce. Uh, so, because the Carolina receivers are terrible i mean DJ Moore, <laughs> that could that could be um, outside but, of dj Moore, curtis samuel has not become what we thought he was gonna become mccaffrey yeah. was hurt last year they don't have a tight end so robbie, I put that robbie anderson robbie anderson doesn't even know what the mascot man that's that's like one thing <laughs> to tell you right there exactly exactly <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, I, I would say, you know, Carolina is definitely a team to watch for. Um, you know, I would say Denver is more likely than San Francisco. I think San Francisco is a good football team, uh, especially when healthy, even with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback. So, you know, I, I think um, Denver would be more likely. But yeah, those are the two teams to watch. Um, you know, obviously Miami might still, you know, be at interest uh, there as somewhat, but, you know, I think they're ready to build around, uh, you know, Tua and, and see what they have with him. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm not sure but on Tua, that. I mean, all right. I don't yeah. want to, I like Tua. Okay. I like, I like, I like, I like, I like Tua too. Yeah. I like him as a human being, but I mean, Deshaun Watson is right there and that's one of his destinations. And to me, I know I, I talked to a lot of Dolphins fans and, they're so gun ho about Tua, and and, I, and I, I understand, I understand, but I, mean, I don't understand why why would you not go after Deshaun Watson? Like you have to kick those tires. Like to me, there's 26 teams in the NFL right now that has to kick those tires. Like you have no choice. So, and you have the number three pick, which belongs to, which used to belong to you. <laughs> like that's the Texans' pick. Like, yeah. can we get yeah. our pick back? Right. And and this, that, and the third. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Dolphins, to me, starts to feel more far-fetched as we go along. But uh, the Broncos, I would love that. I, I think that would be the that would be the most fun destination. Because, I mean, historically, the Broncos are a team that you want to watch. Like, they're John Elway, like, come on. And then mm-hmm. Peyton, they got Peyton Manning. And then Tim, even Tim Tebow had the greatest pass in NFL history in the playoffs against the Steelers, (laughs) the little slant route. So it's like they've always had something going on in Denver. Get a Deshaun Watson, that with the receiving core that they have, the running backs, the tight end, that would be fun. That would be fun to me. So that's what I want. That's the last great run by a Bronco was, you know, that Peyton Manning touchdown. So, like, we need need another good quarterback over there. That would be nice to see. Um. So with free agency going on, we have a lot of teams making moves. We obviously saw Bill Belichick just say, hey, man, I'm just going to drop, drop a 185 mil right out the gate on players. Um, Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> who do you see out there right now who's making moves, wheeling and dealing? Who's the, who are the winners of free agency? I got a couple right here, mm-hmm. but I want to hear who, who you think are the biggest winners in free agency right now. Yeah, I, I really like what Jacksonville's doing. Uh, you know, I like their moves so far, you know, trading for a Malcolm Brown, um, you know, bringing in uh, a receiver in Marvin Jones, who's underrated. Uh, also, yeah, and also adding a Carlos Hyde at running back. I really like that. Um, I'm ch- trying to think of, they brought in just another pass rusher. They brought back Aralu a, a or whatever his name right. is. Right, defensive tackle. Um let me actually let me pull. They brought Shaquille Griffin in from the Seahawks. Yeah, that's a big Shaquille move. Griffin. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, I love that one. I yeah, said so it on the show. I said did. he'd be going there. You did. You did. You did. You did. Yeah. So they also got you know Roy uh, Robertson Harris from Chicago. I really like that move at defensive tackle. So I just like some of the things that they're doing, um, and I really like that they're positioning themselves well. They also added Philip Dorsett. You know, so another good receiver that can do some things. Um, so I like them. I also like what Cleveland's doing, uh, getting John Johnson. Uh, I think that's a very underrated move. Um, and then also, 
Tracy very Hill. underrated. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust a man with two with his name and his last name. I just don't. <laughs> but look at that. Um, look at that defense now. That defense is really, really. He's good. always been good. The defense has always yeah. been. And, good. and an under underrated move, you know, adding uh, Tack McKinley. I know he has some, you know, mental. He's got his mental and off field issues, but he's a guy who's if motivated. He's a very good pass rusher. Scary guy. Yeah. So. Uh, those are two that I like, um, you know, and then, you know, obviously I like what the Bucks are doing, you know, getting back Shaq, Shaq Barrett, Chris Godwin, Levante David, <laughs> something that, you know, a lot of people said wasn't going to happen. Three for three. Yeah. And we're let still going to, we're still going to add in Dominic and Sue back and, and Ryan let it, let it be known. Pless has been telling me this since, since the Super Bowl, <laughs> he was like, they're all coming back. I know you watch I watch Real Bucks but... Talks tweets. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> And so he hit it. He hit it. He hit the hammer, uh, the nail on the head with the hammer. He did yeah. it. But also, I got to give love. I got to give love to the Jets as well. I really actually do like what the Jets are doing. I, I like Carl Lawson. I like I, that. I like. I, that. I think he's a very good pass rusher. <laughs> I, I like Corey Davis. I think maybe they paid him a little bit too much, but I like Corey Davis. Um, I, Gerard, I think, I think Gerard, Gerard Davis is underrated as well. Yes, I like him I like too. that too. I so. think for my team, I think. With the money we had, we could have got some better caliber players with that money. That's the way I see it. I'm not mad with the signings, but I think Corey Davis is definitely a number two receiver, and we're going to use him as a one is what we're going to try and use him as. And I just – I don't see it yeah. happening. Yeah, I don't see it. And we, oh. need, we need more edge rushers. Like, we've always been shitty at getting edge rushers. Or, actually, we've been good at getting edge rushers and then letting them go for peanuts. Mm -hmm. So we need to keep, keep, like, good edge rushers is what we need to do. Um, but let's 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 bash my team a little bit. Uh, KK, who do you think are like some winners so far? The two gentlemen that are in my picture: Tom Brady, the GM of the Bucks, <laughs> and Bill Belichick, the GM of the Patriots. And then who I talked about earlier in the episode, I really like what Arizona has done this this offseason so far, and I, I don't think they're done yet. So let's talk about Bill. Hmm. Bill Belichick never spends money. Ever. Never, ever, 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 never, ever has spent money. This this offseason, he got the two best tight ends available. He 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 got some pass rush. He got defense. He, he put got, a fire sale on the tight end position. What's up? He put the fire sale on the tight end position. Why? Why did he do that? Because Aaron Hernandez, that is a formula that works. And what did I tell you before? I said. They need to bring back. I think Cam is best when he has tight ends to throw the ball to. Mm -hmm. That's that is when he's at his absolute best. They brought back Cam, and you know I'm the biggest Cam fan in the world, so I just want him to be successful. But my my opinion was, if you're gonna bring him, if you're gonna bring him back. Please give him something to work with. Mind you, the Patriots drafted two two tight ends last year in the third round, and they were terrible. Like they were horrible. The fact that Bill Belichick signed. Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, the two tight ends that were the best available. No, he knew I messed up last year, but he 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 fixed that. He got Johnny Smith, who is obviously a good pass catcher, a good blocker, and Hunter, Hunter Henry. If Hunter Henry can play at least twelve games this regular season, that's a miracle. So, and when he does play, he's a top seven, top five tight end in the league. Am I am I wrong to say that? No, I think okay, I agree. cool. So that's addressed. Now, you know how I feel about Nelson Aguilar as an eagle. He dropped the ball a lot. He was annoying, and I couldn't stand him. 
We got rid of him. He went to uh, Oakland. He had a good season with Oakland, and that's from Derek Carr. I don't think Derek Carr is, is great, but I think he's a pretty average quarterback, and I think Cam Newton at this stage of his career is just above a pretty average quarterback. And he's somebody who, yeah, he drops the ball a lot, but he gets open. <laughs> He'll get open and then drop the ball, but at least he gets open. So that's somebody down the field that 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 can't go to, to the two tight ends in the middle. I don't know what they're going to do with James White. I don't know how the running game is going to look next year, but they addressed – I feel like the Patriots did a very good job addressing situations, like stuff that they needed to address. And the fact that Bill Belichick spent money this offseason – I love it. Okay, I'm. Uh, I am here for it. I, it, it. You never see it, so I'm happy. Now, Tom, Tom said, we're gonna run it back with the same cast. Said so we're not Tom, going anywhere. Somehow, they were able to to figure out Chris Godwin, who I thought was gonna be gone. If not him, I said Shaq Barrett's gone. If not him, I said Levante David's gone. They got all three of them. They're gonna get James White. I already, I already know. Like it's, it's it, to me, it's inevitable now. Sue, they're gonna figure him out. I mean, Sue's made enough money in his career. I don't know. I don't see him going anywhere at this point. He's not like young anymore. To me, the only place I'll end, I'll see him end up is some like he might end up like in Arizona or something like that. And I don't even see that. But Sue's coming back. Um, Tom Brady restructured his deal to in in order to create all of this to happen. So to me, the Bucks and the Patriots did an amazing job. And then the Cardinals. I'm really happy for Kyler Murray because he has every time he snaps the ball, they're gonna resign Larry Fitzgerald. He looks up, he sees Larry Fitzgerald, he sees DeAndre Hopkins, top three wide receiver in the league. He sees uh AJ Green, who to me is probably healthy now. He has on defense, he has JD Watt, he has Buddha Baker. He has what's the other pass rusher's name? Uh, uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Like he has, he has a lot going on. And then he looks around in his division. Russell Wilson's not happy. They just brought Matt Stafford to the Rams, and we'll see what's going on with that. And then the 49ers, unless I, I don't know, I don't really feel great about Garoppolo. If they have Garoppolo, that's a beatable team. Now, if they have Deshaun Watson, well. Then I don't know. Then the Cardinals need to make another move or something. But so to me, those three, I, I was really kind of happy with what they what, what they did this offseason. I had um, I had those three teams too. I had Patriots, even though I know Pless and I talked about it a little bit. He said he's not, he's really not impressed with any of those moves. He said they're just they not, overpaid. I will agree. They're, they're on my disappointing list. So. I will I, I will okay. agree that they overpaid for what they got. But the only reason why I was okay with this is because they never overpay for anything. They never. And then you have to remember, all the players that opted out, they're all coming back as well. Mm-hmm. Patrick Chung is coming back. Now, we're going to see what they do with Stephon Gilmore. Either they bring him back That's and a- he's healthy, but they can trade him too. I feel like they could trade Stephon Gilmore too, get some assets for him, because Bill Belichick never waits for a player to start sucking. He always trades them a year or two before he knows they may start sucking. So they might trade Stephon Gilmore. They might draft Mac Jones in the first round. They might draft the receiver. Like, who knows what they're going to do? But to me, I feel like Bill Belichick has finally figured out the only way that we're going to compete with the Bills is that we have to we have to spend money. That's the only way. Guys so 
So like I said, I, I had the Patriots as, as, a, as a winner. On, uh, I had the Cardinals as two as of today with the, with the A.J. Green signing. Um, I, Jaguars are my number two. They've been making some low-key moves. And then you can, you can laugh at me on this one, but I, I'll put the Raiders there too. I think the Raiders have made some, like their biggest miss, misses have been the defensive line. You're and they right. went and got Ngakwe, and they got Solomon Thomas. Those are two solid I guys. Like the and they lost, they lost Aguilar, and they're taking a gamble with the John Brown, who's kind of like a similar type of player. This so is the same I think, player. I, I think John I, Brown's John Brown's an upgrade. I love John Brown personally. That's like my favorite fantasy receiver to have. He's an upgrade. <laughs> to plug and play. <laughs> but I, I think the Raiders are making making some pretty good moves there as well. Um, not <laughs> Super Bowl caliber anything but i think to the pieces they were missing i think a solomon thomas a player i think ngakwe is a really good player which we said that the we began saying that the franchise tag was going to start with ngakwe or judon then we said they were going to sign one of them at least and now they're both on different teams so the raider the ravens definitely are going back to that revolving wheel of you know defensive players that they have can we add to the Cardinals? Because they did – I forgot about the trade. They did get – that's why I can't put the – because we're thinking about the Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals got Rodney Hudson off of the Raiders. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big time I mean, center. That's, that's another great pickup for the Cardinals for me. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to ask about the Chiefs. Because, you know, the Chiefs, at some point this week, I didn't think they had an offensive line anymore. But they got – Good one. They got – they got um, – Tooney. Tooney. And then they got Kyle Long. He came mm-hmm. out of retirement. How do we feel about the how how do we feel about their offensive line right now? Com- I'll ask you this plus actually, because you just played mm-hmm. this team in the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. based off of what they had, because they got they they let some people walk, cut some players, whatever, whatever. And now they're replacing them with the guys that they signed this offseason so far. Mm-hmm. Do you think let's say you guys are in the Super Bowl again? Do you think anything would change? What like what the game plan based on what they've signed off on their offensive line? I mean, yeah, I mean, adding Joe Tooney definitely helps their interior. Uh, Kyle Long, I don't know because you know he's coming back from we don't know you you know two years or whatever how long he's been off. So I don't think it would have changed the outcome. Even if they had their starting tackles, I still think the Bucks would have won. They were the better team and they would have beat Mahomes regardless. So I'm saying, all right, let's say 2022, Mm -hmm. based off of what they have right now. Do you think the outcome is exactly the same in 2022 if you guys met in the Super Bowl again? No, it's probably a little bit closer, but I still think the Bucs are the better team. They just have a better team overall defensively and offensively where they can really take advantage of what the Chiefs don't have. You know, the Chiefs have an okay defense. Uh, their offense is, can be great at times, but, I mean, the blueprint is out. You can, you can shut them down. Uh, if, you, if you find ways to just take away their two top playmakers and, you know, get after Mahomes, that's, that's the recipe. So I have a... I've been waiting to say this. I don't know when I was going to say it, but I'm just going to say it right now. Is this a hot take? I mean, it's it's probably a hot take, and I'm going to I'm going to save this video, pin this tweet, whatever I got to do. I don't want to say it, but do you think it's possible that that <laughs> Patrick Mahomes never wins a Super Bowl again? No. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think Patrick wins another Super Bowl. I think it's, you know, maybe not soon. It'd probably be within a couple years, but I think he's definitely has the talent. I mean, he's good enough to, to get his team back to the Super Bowl year in, year out because he's that good. I mean, regular season, he can take over games. 
uh, you know, by himself and get away with it. Uh, he showed it last year where, you know, they had a lot of close games that they could have went either way, but he, he just finds ways to win. Um, and he's a really good player. So there's a reason why he makes, what is it? 500 million that he's going to get. So. Okay. Yeah. How many Super Bowls does Aaron Rodgers have? Uh, one, I believe, right? How many Super Bowls does Peyton Manning? Now, Peyton Manning got that second one, but that defense, mm-hmm. how many does he have? Let's talk That's about, two. okay, how many does Brett Favre have? How many does Peyton Manning, I mean, I said Peyton Manning, how many does uh, Russell Wilson have? Right. How many does, like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a cynic and sound crazy because I think Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback. I mean, it's not, it's not crazy. I mean, he definitely could get there and still lose. He could be Jim Kelly, get there four times in a row and, and lose every one of them. So my, my, the thing that concerns me is that I'm not saying he, he, I wouldn't say he makes too much money. Okay. I would never say that. I don't think he makes enough actually. Cause he's that he's box office. He's that good. Right. Mm-hmm. But the the what see I think the thing with Tom Brady we've been very 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 spoiled with him in the last 22 21 20 seasons now because what Tom Brady has done is not possible like it's well, not, we don't we it's don't not see sustainable. it I mean it's not seven Super Bowls <laughs> like if he only comes around there's there's uh Joe, Joe Montana's there's uh the Steelers guy uh, uh Bradshaw Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw but that was a lot of it was defense there, the steel curtain there. And there's a, they don't have the kind of defense to me that it's going to scare you. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line, if they don't, if that's not like perfect, we just watch what will happen if his offensive line is not perfect. Travis Kelsey's in his 30s already. Tyreek Hill is the only really, really good receiver that they have. I just have a f- weird feeling that he's he he might end up being more like Aaron Rodgers than Tom Brady than we expect him to be because to me still to this day Aaron Rodgers is a more talented quarterback than mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers and to to me Aaron Rodgers and, and Patrick Mahomes have the same exact thing that I love in a quarterback. It's just it's just it looks so easy. It's fun. It's just it's fun to watch, but. To me, Tom Brady has this this thing about him that's just very different that Joe Montana's have. And in this division that Patrick Mahomes is in, he has Justin Herbert's only going to get better. Somehow, if Deshaun Watson gets there to the Broncos, that's another problem that defensively, I don't think they can deal with that team. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then uh, the Raiders. Who cares about the Raiders? So it's like. <laughs> am I crazy to think? Am I crazy to think that, or is this just a super hot take? And I need to shut up. We do too many hot takes on here. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's that crazy. I don't yeah, think I don't, it's that I don't crazy think either. I think. I think we just we got to see next season how it plays out because they obviously have addressed the O line with some some players. Kyle Long is like, eh, we'll see. I think they're going to get two of those guys, maybe one of them back on a cheaper deal. Is what I think is going to end up happening. Um, but like Eric Fisher, wasn't his fault that he tore his ACL. He's, yeah, he's a pretty not. good player. I always think it's a dick move. And they're like, Hey man, you tore your ACL. Have fun somewhere else. Bye bye. See, <laughs> yeah. All right. Let, think about it. When Aaron Rodgers won his first Super Bowl, did we think that was it? That was the only one. Drew Brees. Did we think that was it? Peyton Manning. Did we think it would be that hard for him to even get that second? 
Russell Wilson, like plus what wins what wins championships? Oh, defense. Defense wins championships. Offense wins games, but yeah, defense wins championships. Do the Chiefs have a stout defense like that? Like it's like, wow, this is this is they need some they need some more pieces um to put in place uh, you know offensively i think they need to still build around patrick mahomes they got to add some more weapons you look at you know what made the bucks so successful is because they had depth they had a lot of weapons to go to it didn't have to be mike evans it didn't have to be chris godwin it could be cameron Brait, antonio brown etc tyler johnson scotty Correct. miller exactly. the list go, the list goes on and then defensively they have guys that can come at all areas, whether it be JPP, Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, Levante David, Devin White. Uh, and then their secondary came on strong because of the return of Vita Vea. They had more pressure. They didn't have to play as long as coverage, and they ended up making plays. So, uh, you know, all that plays a part of it. But when we're looking at, you know, Super Bowls, I mean, it, it's hard to do. It, it really is. Exactly. It, and um, your, your take I mean, it very well could be true. Um, and I just, and- I just feel like this off season so far, it's still early. It's March. It's the middle of March. Like we're, we're not even done with the draft. We're not even done mm-hmm. with free agency. I just feel like I haven't seen a move that they made to make their team better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. And the teams around them are getting, are getting better. So, and I saw this with Russell Wilson and I saw this with, with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers scored 45 points in the playoff game, but his defense was so terrible, they they gave up 48. Like it's and I'm concerned that I'm not Aaron, listen, Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Famer to me. Like you can't, he's gonna be he's on that cliff where he he may be a Mount Rushmore player, but Drew Brees played 20 years and only and he just retired and only one ring to show for it. And mm-hmm. Peyton Manning played 20, like almost 20 years. And that second ring, he was so bad. Like, it was like, okay, thank God he won that ring. Like, I don't know. Russell Wilson is desperate to get out of Seattle. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I get a little concerned about these things. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Let's I go. Mean, no, go ahead, plus. I was just going to say, it, it just takes a lot. It takes a lot to win a Super Bowl. I mean, you have to get lucky. You have to have, you know, um, the right breaks in the season, you know, as far as injuries and, and all that stuff plays a part. Um, so, I mean, you look at Philip Rivers in his career, he never won a Super Bowl and he was one of the better quarterbacks. Philip Rivers is better than Eli Manning to me. Never won a Super Bowl. Right. Eli won two. And you you look at, you you look at Ben Roethlisberger who won, you know, two championships as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's really tough, but I'm just saying, you know, Patrick is definitely talented to get his team back to that, that spot is just, you know, can he capitalize? I don't know. And never forget, Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So fly Eagles fly. Let's um <laughs> let's let's pause on the let's pause on the hot takes. We could talk this all day, man. <laughs> yeah. Nick Foles um, did win the Super Bowl over Tom Brady. So. What um you said you had the Pats as one of your disappointing teams. So mm-hmm. what other teams do you see as disappointing in free agency? And you can elaborate on why you say the Pats as well. Yeah, I mean, I look at um, I'm I'm confused by what Cincinnati is doing. Uh, you you allow uh, William Jackson to leave the corner, mm-hmm. and you sign a Wouzier from Dallas who is not as good, you know, and you give him 21 million. So that was kind of confusing to me. And then also the Trey Hendrickson signing, uh, I think that was overvalued and uh, just yeah, that was disappointing. And then uh, looking at actually Oakland, I know you guys picked Oakland as a winner, but I didn't. The, 
They're not aware well, of me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, the it, moves are. I think they're disappointed. <laughs> the 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 moves they're that they're. The same. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the moves they're making um, on the offensive line is just mind boggling to me. I know they re-signed, you know, Richie Incognito. They traded uh, Rodney Hudson, and now they're trying to trade Gabe Jackson as well. Uh, traded Trent Brown back to New New England. So, just a lot of moving parts uh, on the offensive line and. Derek Carr just had his best year of his career and now you're changing the offensive line. So that's kind of just weird for me. Uh, I do like the John Brown signing. I like Ngakwe coming there. I think Sol- Solomon Thomas is a solid move, but they, they better fix that offensive line. So that's a little disappointing. Um, and then there was another one that I was looking at, you know, obviously New England, I'll get into that, but I think there was another team trying to think, I mean, I guess Houston. I mean, what Houston's doing. I mean, they're just not not impressive. We don't know um, what they're trying to do, though. So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they have a plan yeah. in place at all. But you know, to New England, I, I understand the the double tight end set that they're trying to bring with uh, Smith and Henry. I think that's okay. But the contracts. I mean, the contracts. The contracts that they're just giving out to these guys, um, especially Nelson Aguilar, not worth twelve million a year. Not uh, at all. Jalen Mills, no. I mean, that guy's Coming barely. From a, the Eagles, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Bailey. I mean, basically, he's a fifth corner, and you're paying him, yeah. you know, cornerback yeah. two money. I. It, mm-hmm. And I understand they have to pay money. They have to get guys in here because they haven't drafted well. So they have to overspend to get, you know, okay, solid players back in here to the, to the program. Uh, so I understand that, but putting money on players doesn't make them good. You know, it doesn't make them a good player yeah, just because you sign them to, yeah, just, just because you sign them to a high contract doesn't make them a good player. Yeah. And I think we've seen that a bunch in free agency. So I guess that's my philosophy. You know, I've come from a money ball type of standpoint where, you know, you have to be smart about where you put your resources towards and understand that free agency is about filling needs or a purpose, like, like a short-term philosophy and drafting your stars, because that's where you find your best players in the draft. And I'm all about developing that talent and then re-signing that talent. Um, so I I, I'm kind of in the model. You don't go full head into free agency and find you know, all your starters, you know, usually you're looking free agency for depth and, and guys that can fill certain roles and, and be maybe okay starters here and there, but you, you got to hit on your drafts to be successful. Um, so that's where I just find them shocking that they're getting all this media hype. And I know it's weird for Bill Belichick to spend money. And, you know, I love the jokes about the, the stimulus check and, and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know, you see the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme songs and I love so, it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's cool, but it also shows that maybe Bill is just, he's not as good as people think he is as building a team, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. We'll, we'll get, we're going to get into that <laughs> right now, not on this show, will Bill <laughs> Belichick slander be allowed. Okay. <laughs> Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, those two are untouchable to me as far as questioning them. So I'm going to slow you down right there. I know Tom Brady just won you the Super Bowl. You're still feeling high and mighty. The free agency is going well. Do not slander the name of Bill Belichick. Now, listen, I'll get to my disappointments in a very in a quick second, but I'm going to just defend Bill for a second, okay? 
again, yes, the contracts, okay, they're not great. The contracts are not great. But for the first time ever, we can say the contracts are not great with Bill because Bill does not waste money on anybody. Mm-hmm. But Kraft probably told him, look, bro, you got to spend money because Tom Brady just went to the freaking Bucks, the 79 team last year with J- Jameis Crableg Winston, just won a damn Super Bowl with basically the same players. But no, not really, though, because they got Grant for cheap. They got AB for cheap. They got Leonard Fournette for cheap. I'm not going to take anything away. But what you guys did was impressive. But it's it's basically what Brooklyn's doing right now in the NBA. Anyway, so, but still, Eagles. We all, we're men. We have Eagles. Terrible Eagles. Kraft and Belichick were not going to sit there and just allow that to happen. So, did they spend bad money? Of course they did. Does, is anyone going to care when when they win the division over the Buffalo Bills again? No one's going to give a damn. You know why? Because Bill Belichick still, no matter what we say, he still does a, he still does very well with a lot less talent. Now let's keep this in mind: the Patriots went seven and nine last year. That's not even it's not as bad as we think it is. As horrible as that team was last year, they still found Cam Newton only threw single-digit amount of touchdowns, and that team still went 79 last year. That's a game – that's just one – they could have been 500. If they if they would have beat the Seahawks in, like, what, week three or whatever it was, or they would have been 500. Mind you, Cam got COVID, and, his, and then everything since then was not great because there was no training camp. His receivers are terrible. Edelman's getting hurt, all the opt-outs, everything that happened to him last year with no with, with everything that could possibly happen to a team. Seven and nine. So you give in Bill Belichick all this talent, and you mean tell me they're not gonna improve by at least three or four games. <laughs> so with all that talent, I'm gonna say all the money they spent, who gives a rat's ass? Because you gotta spend money, you gotta spend money. Moneyball. Mm-hmm will win you games, but Moneyball will never win you a championship. The Rays mm. have proved that time and time again. The Bucks. Well, I think you're, Bucks, you're missing you're missing my point. I mean, the Bucks. That's not Moneyball. That's Tom Brady deciding to take less money. That's not Moneyball. But no, no. I when you look at the Bucks roster, most of that roster has been drafted and it's been developed and it's Correct. been properly constructed. Yeah, it's been yes. properly constructed. You look at Bill Belichick's past years and his drafts, they've been horrible. I'm sorry, they've been bad. They've been bad. Uh, they haven't worked. And for him to be this all-time coach that he's supposed to be, it's time to develop some of that talent, and I haven't seen it. So that's where I'm going at. And <laughs> as far as these guys that they're bringing in, and yeah, you've got to spend money, sure. But just looking at the names, I mean, these aren't star players that they're bringing in. Okay, yeah, they're okay players to me and personally. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're that good. Nelson Aguilar, come on, man. He's going to okay, be your number Nelson, one wide we're receiver. Gonna, we're uh, not going to talk about Bourne. Nelson. Nelson's trash. Uh, Cam, <laughs> Cam Newton, I think, is a decent quarterback, but, you know, I like that they're going to use the tight ends to help him. But, I mean, still, defensively, you got – I don't know. I don't know where, where they're coming from as far as the talent-wise uh, is right. going. I, I'm going to just take this back real quick. I don't think Nelson's trash. I actually like Nelson Aguilar. I think he's, he's like, a solid player, but is he Nigerian, worth 12 million? I'm Nigerian. We're like, we're like homies. I saw his mom at Publix once. I rented him a car when I used to work at Enterprise a few years ago. So I don't think he's trash. I'm just, 
a sour Eagles fan, blah, blah, blah. He had a good season with Oakland. Am I wrong? Yeah, he had a good season. Okay. I think he's a solid player, but is he worth he's top not worth receiver, the money? He's not top receiver money? No. He's not <laughs> worth the money, <laughs> but we should still <laughs> a, he's what Cam needs. You build your team about based around the quarterback that you have or the quarterback that you may draft. Again, they have the 15th pick. They could go get Mac Jones, who every single player that played at Alabama said, who's better, two or Mac Jones? And not even – without even – Hesitating, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. The guy that just after Tua took over for him and won him another championship. Who knows? If they draft Mac Jones, this is a mute point at this point. If they trade up and go get, I don't know, Jamar Chase or something. This is like they, they, the Patriots have, they have a lot of stuff up their sleeve, and I can't sit here and say that they don't know what they're doing. Now, I know we were asked about our biggest disappointment. <laughs> So I'm going to get to that. Just we should just call this like, what's Bill thinking? No <laughs> more, again, in conclusion, no more slander on Bill Belichick. Does he develop talent? That's not his job. His job is to run the team. He's the GM and the coach. Leave him alone. That's McDaniel's job. That's all the D coordinators that he got jobs in the NFL. Every okay. single one of them. Cornell, all of them, okay? His job is to run the franchise. Now, my biggest disappointments. <laughs> um... My biggest disappointment was the NFC East as a whole. Now, we suck. We have no money. The Eagles have no money. We're letting players go. We're Zach Ertz. We're about to trade him for pennies. Carson Wentz, we just gave away for pennies. Uh, we hired a weird coach. I don't know if that's going to work. So, Jalen Mills, he wasn't that great. We let him go. So, to me, the Eagles didn't do anything, and they, they can't afford to do anything. Now, the the Washington football team. Um, they just signed Curtis Samuel, by the way. They signed whoop de doo. Who they signed? It's a it's a good player, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Yeah. We're gonna get excited about Curtis Samuel. Hey, he's <laughs> better than Nelson Cam Newton, and uh, what was what was that guy's name that took over for Cam? I think it was like Jake. Jake something. I don't remember. Stidham? Who was it? Jake Stidham? No, Stidham was playing for the Patriots. There was another player that they had. None of them could do anything with Curtis Samuel. So no, He had a good year last year. Now listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick is good for four or five games in the regular season. He's competing with Taylor, what, Heineke, Heineken, the beer? <laughs> do we really think that Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick are going to do anything for Washington? Defensively, they're fine. Offensively, who the hell is going to get the ball to Scary Terry? So they're going to go 8-8 eight and eight again. The Cowboys, they put all the chips in for Dak Prescott, which I'm happy for. But the real problem that they have is defensively. And their defense is still terrible. They're not bringing back Alden Smith. Their secondary is terrible. And they're going to go 8-8 eight and eight again. Um, and then who's the other team? The Giants. Now the Giants get Kenny Galladay. Maybe the Giants probably did a good job in the NFC East, but to me, as of right now, as I'm sitting down right here, the NFC East was terrible. Chicago, another team, uh, not in the NFC East, but another failure because they brought in Andy Dalton. Now they 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 were. I thought I thought realistically 
they really had a real shot at Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. And they and they let the Seahawks bring them along for a ride for weeks, only for them to settle on Andy freaking Dalton. That is terrible. So to me, the Bears are horrible. They franchised Allen Robinson, which to me right now is a waste of money because they can't, they don't have a quarterback. It doesn't make sense. And then I, I don't think they're gonna draft one in the first round. And after the first round, there's a huge drop off. So to me, the Bears did a horrible job as offseason as well. And then um, I had one more team. Those those four in the NFC East and then the Bears for now. Oh, the Jets. Can listen, I get to that? Listen, <laughs> Corey Davis is going to be your number one receiver. <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted toys. I pray that you guys draft a toy now. Because if you don't draft a toy and you find a way to go draft a quarterback and then in that second pick that you have in the first round, you waste it on some fullback or something. If Corey Davis is your number one receiver, what in the hell is going on in New York? On top of the fact that the Patriots definitely got better, the Bills are definitely already better, and the Dolphins were 10-6 and in the playoffs last year, and they haven't gotten worse. And if they get Deshaun Watson, the Jets will never make the playoffs for the next 10 years. Because you got to deal with Josh Allen. You got to deal with uh, Deshaun Watson. Maybe two of them might get better. Maybe they might they might draft a quarterback, too. Who knows? And then, and then the Patriots are the Patriots. So, to me, the Jets, the Bears, and the NFC East, and the Raiders, I'll put them in there as well. All yeah. terrible. I the Jets are the top of my list for for as much cap space as we have um like the Jags had the most and they made the most intriguing splash in free agency as they should have uh we went and got mediocre like you like you said and I've been saying Corey Davis is a number one maybe they I remember, use him as a two I remember they have, last week you thought you're gonna get everybody but the Jets are gonna I get didn't, this no, no, guy no, back. No, no, you, no, no, you thought no, you were gonna no, get everybody. No, 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 no. I Aaron, did not say that. Aaron Jones. I did back not. I, said, I said who the beat writers have linked these players to. Okay. I gave you two guys that I said that they would go after. That like I eight, think. okay. Okay, all right. You heard yeah. it here first. Plus, we watched the episode last plus, week. He told me that Curtis Martin was gonna suit back up. <laughs> Bring him. Why not? It's better than what we got right now. <laughs> we have all this cap space and we don't spend it on anybody, but we go get Corey Davis. Maybe they see him as a two and Mims to be the one, but Mims doesn't have that much, you know, his sample is very small right now. It's very small. He has potential, but we'll see. I, I'm not sold on it. Go get um, Juju. And then Juju would be great. I think Juju would have been great. Cause then if you keep Darnold, you pair him with him and that's, you know, going back to college, they have rapport together. The Lawson uh, uh, signing. I like it. I think it's a good add to the D the D line because we need an edge rusher, but they need more than just than Lawson. You know, there's there's a lot of pieces that they need. They're even talking about trading CJ Mosley, who like three years ago was probably the best linebacker in football. So if you get rid of him, you know, scratch, scratch that now. Now you got to go look at linebackers now. They're they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. The one thing I do like, and I thought it was gonna happen, but I don't see it happening now, is the signing of the head coach. I thought he He's going to bring out of those players from San Fran over like a Richard Sermon, like the Solomon Thomas, like those type of guys. Hopefully he can draw some more players to come play on defense. As far as the offense signings, I don't even give a shit anymore, man. They're just, they're whatever. They're, they're signing the stupidest things. 
right now. Um, they're my biggest disappointment. I also put um, the Chargers, the Seahawks, and the Ravens on there as well. The Chargers, because they just basically gutted their entire defense now, and Herbert's not going to win it on the, just by himself throwing all these touchdown passes on offense. You just cut two good corners. Uh, the guy out of Florida State they drafted has not been healthy since he's come in the NFL. There's so much hype around him. Uh, Melvin Ingram, find a way to keep that guy because when he's on the field, he's pretty good. Uh, and then Keenan Allen's just getting older by the day. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to produce that. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson already told you, like, he has no protection. You have We went through a list of a bunch of great offensive linemen, and none of those guys have even been linked to Seattle, or Seattle's not even called any of those guys. You know, so that's that's one more thing for Russell Wilson to be like, well, you could have did this, but you didn't. And I put the Raiders on there only for the fact that uh, they let they let go of Snead. Uh, they let go of those guys, Judon and, uh, and Ngakwe, a uh, couple O-line guys, too, that were pivotal to the team. So KK and I said it on here. K, actually, KK said it. He said it best. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the kind of guy that he's not going to win you ball games. you know, go out there and just win it. He's a kind of like a at-pace type of player. Uh, that defense is pivotal. I know Ngakwe was there for like half of the year, but – it, just his name alone, eight sacks a year is pretty good, you know, coming into this league. Um, and then Judon, he's just a solid linebacker, and he's been in that program for a while. When they gave up on Mosley, he came in and stepped in, and, and he did a great job for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are those are my losers in the draft so far. Uh, yeah. But I think agree to disagree, me and KK say the Eagles and Jets have been pretty bad so far in free agency. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is no free agency for us, so I don't know. We're trying to we're trying to get up. we're trying to get from negative because our cap is like we finally got our cap to negative four million. We're just trying to get back to the green lights. So there is no free agency for us. Um, I mean, we can we can use so much help everywhere. The draft won't be alone to help us out. So as far hey, as a as far as Carson, right now, got Carson Wentz fans. Well, listen, because you get a you get a higher pick if he does well. So you got to hope he does well with the Colts. I'm, I'm, I listen. I like Carson. Like, full bound. We had full a bound. we had a we had a weird breakup, and that happens. Okay, but I still want him. Like it's like Carson Wentz. Uh, we're we're with Tony Sports a couple weeks ago. We're talking about this. It's like when Tom Brady went to the to the uh, to the Bucks. How we how they felt because they're 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 Patriots, they're Boston, everything fans. How they felt and this is how I feel about Carson Wentz. It's like we know he went to it. Like he got, he broke up with us. It's like having a girlfriend that you broke up with. They went to the new guy or the new team, and you know that they're better for him. Like mm -hmm. you know, like they're gonna treat him better, and they have a better car and a better job, and you know, better franchise. Not, not even necessarily the better franchise, but just like that parade that that Tom Brady. Like I've never seen him have that much fun. Like I see him mm -hmm. on social media. Tom Brady is enjoying life, and he spent twenty years in a bad relationship with New England that won a lot. It's like Jeff Bezos and his ex-wife made a lot of money, but somehow <laughs> they weren't happy. It's like somehow they had a divorce. And me with Carson Wentz, like I didn't hate him at all. I just I still want him to be successful, and I know. Him going to Indy, he'll be a lot more successful there. And I'm happy for him to be there. Mm -hmm. I just hope that Jalen Hurts is good. 
I hope we bring Nick Foles back as a backup. And we draft Kyle Pitts. Maybe Jamar Chase, but Kyle Pitts. However, I will say, I called him Jordan. What did I call him? Jordan Love earlier. Trey Lance. I locked Trey Lance's pro day, and I was like, I wish I did not watch that. Because I think Trey Lance is going to be that guy. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see. Mm -hmm. So, we spoke of Brady. um, And, obviously, the Bucks are putting the band back together. We're seeing that happen now. Mm -hmm. Um, Restructure contract. We talked about this a little bit throughout the show. Uh, Able to bring three guys we thought were all going to be gone. Well, not you, plus you knew they'd be back. But me and... Insider. Yeah, me (laughs) Me and KK had a feeling like at least one or one or two of those guys would be gone, but they were able to finesse that. Shaq Barrett is back. Uh, he wanted to break the bank. I'm, I bet someone would have offered him a hundred million dollar contract, and he and mm-hmm. he turned it down to win. And how old is Shaq? He's got to be twenty six. Uh, twenty twenty nine actually. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. So keep racking up some rings, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, be your. It'll be your third if you win. Um. Godwin, he said he's okay with the franchise tag. We knew that would happen. Uh, and then who was the last one that they uh, said? Oh, Levante David. Yep. So of the remaining free agents on that team, mm-hmm. uh, the ABs, Gronk got a ten, got a one-year, 10-year, which I feel is too much money for Gronk, but it's also Gronk. Still mm-hmm. Gronk. Uh, yeah, it's still Gronk. Uh, of the impending free agents still on that team, AB, um, who else is there that's uh, big? Leonard, Leonard Fournette uh, and Dominic and Sue. Dominic and Sue. Yeah. Uh, out of uh, Ryan Suckup even as well. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Suckup just uh, re-signed actually. So he's been signed back. Sheesh. God, Tom. They said, we'll get you a nice little <laughs> Mercedes and a nice new washing machine and we'll throw you like eight racks. Yeah. It's not like it's like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, the next guy to, to come up is going to be in Dominican Sioux. So I expect that deal to happen probably within the next couple of days. He'll be back. Um, so, and then, so my, my question to you before you start jumping into it. Yeah. <laughs> of those, of the, of the impending free agents for that team that are there right now, uh, which ones are pivotal in your eyes since you're Mr. Buccaneer? Mm-hmm. Which ones are pivotal, pivotal to resign for that team and keep around? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I did jump ahead because it is a Dominican Sioux. So, I mean, he's the next pivotal guy to bring back. I think he's very important to the defense. So uh, that contract should be done here, I think, this week sometime. So they'll get him back. And then they're going to try to sign back Antonio Brown. Uh, and I, I think that would be a smart move because I think that's his best situation going forward uh, with Tom Brady. Um, and then Leonard Fournette's kind of a toss-up because he's getting offers from other teams. I personally hope he goes to another team. I'd rather let him go and, and draft a running back um, and, and see what you can get there. Um, but, you know, that's just, that's just my opinion. Uh, but, yeah, that would be the priority right now. They're going to re-sign Adama Sue and Antonio Brown. Um, and then we'll see from there. Plus, you know. plus, plus did make me shit my pants this week when he said he, he saw Antonio Brown sign with the Jets. And then he said, oh, I was just <laughs> – it was wrong. Yeah, my heart, damn. my heart was, my heart skipped a beat for a second. Then he said, "Oh damn. my bad." It's yeah, damn. Like, yeah, oh, fake accounts, man. You got to watch out for them on Twitter. So definitely. Yeah. Also, plus, I want you to know this right now. We're gonna do a draft segment one day too, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be like putting out mock drafts that we think as well. Um, if the Buccaneers somehow get Najee Harris, I will not watch football <laughs> as long as he is there. I will not watch it. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's going to be available. I think yeah, he'll no, be, that's... he'll be taken. Uh, I do like Javante. I do like Javante Williams a lot from North Carolina and I wouldn't mind if they, they took good. him at, at 32 or they traded down and take him later, but. I yeah. wouldn't draft him in the first, but because too many, so, I can't have Etienne, Najee, and him. Yeah, you think I have, better than Etienne? I have Etienne as my number one running back right now, and then I have Thank Najee you. as a close second. Thank I think Najee's right there, but Etienne's special because of his explosiveness and his ability right. to take things to the house. Absolutely. So, but so I love you, Najee. So let's. We're jumping all over the place with the, with the draft. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Too. I get excited. We could we could be here for four hours and I wouldn't care. This is my show. This is my kid. Don't call it ugly. I'm gonna do what I want. But let's just let's stay the course. So you say Antonio Brown, Sue, yeah, are definitely guys to definitely bring back. Right. And Leonard Fournette, you're just like whatever happens, happens. You know, we're we're, agree. we're okay without him. We'll address that. Um, so now this is my this is my favorite part to talk to you talk to you about this. As soon as Super Bowl was done. And players were getting cut or players were disgruntled and wanted to leave, you know, Buccaneers fans still drunk from, you know, months ago of winning the Super Bowl are like, oh, oh, because because OBJ might have said to somebody, you know, drunk one night at a bar or working out Von Miller said, shit, I play for the Bucs with the right cost. He's under contract. He ain't going nowhere. They're not getting rid of him. Um, J.J. Watt obviously didn't sign with the Bucs when he got when he got cut. Realistically. Who are some players? Because I, I got one guy in mind that I think would be great for the Buccaneers. Um, two guys. One, one we I think everybody knows. Who's a realistic player? Some realistic players that you think could be targeted by the Bucs to, to come win a Super Bowl and add yeah. to that roster. Yeah, I mean, I think right now they're going to focus on their own guys. Like I said, they're going to try to sign back their most of their remaining guys that are free agents, um, bring them back, you know, as many as they can. Uh, whether it be, you know, the big names or the, just the draft, you know, or not the draft, the depth players that they want back, um, you know, as far as their backups are concerned. But as far as free agents, I mean, James White obviously is, is number one. I think there's a lot of connections there. Um, mm -hmm. Personally, I could care less if they bring him in or not. Um, I, I think you draft running backs and you draft him every year uh, because you can find them. So you know, James White is one. I think defensive line, I think another pass rusher is something that I would like to see them add, a veteran pass rusher that could add to JPP and Shaq Barrett and also, you know, draft a rookie in there too. So you have some depth there for your edge rushers. Um, so maybe like Olivier Vernon, who's coming off an injury, maybe you can get him for cheaper costs towards the beginning of this year. Um, if he's going to be ready, I know he's coming off Achilles, so that might take some time. Uh, another one um, that could be cheaper. Um, I'm trying to look at the list here, but I would look for just, you know, cheap veterans. I think that's where they're going to market and really try to go after. But uh, really, I don't see them going after a lot of names unless it's after the draft and they know where their holes are still remaining. But when you look at the roster, they don't have a lot of holes to fill. So, you know, I really think they're going to try to bring back their own guys and try to draft and, and, and go from there. How do you feel? I mean, if they don't bring back James White, how do you feel about Keyshawn Vaughn? Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, I think, is a guy that, you know, is going to be a fill-in, not something they think can be the starter. He can be a, a role player uh, where he can do a little bit here and there. But 
I don't think they love him. I don't think they love Ronald Jones. Um, so I think Ronald Jones will probably be gone after this year. He's in his last year of his contract. I don't think they re-sign him. That's why I feel they attack running back in the draft and you get someone that really fits this offense, a guy that can run it inside, outside, catch the football, pass, protect, mm-hmm. kind of like David Johnson was when he was with the Cardinals, you know, in his prime. That's what B.A., you know, likes and doesn't really value running backs. He's not going to pay him a lot of money. Um, so that's why I think he drafts one and, and gets, you know, value there. Um, and again, you develop your talent. You know, another name that got floated around because he mentioned he'd be, he'd be open to it. Uh, Adrian Peterson, how do you feel about that? That's what that? I was going to say. Uh, Adrian, Adrian uh, had his time. Um, again, I think he's still a good player, but I don't see him coming to Tampa Bay. Okay. I just don't – I don't think the fit is good, and, yeah, I don't see it happening. Okay. I mean, you're the, you're the expert, you know, so I'm not even going to argue with you with that one. That was, yeah, I, I'm sorry I don't have – I'm sorry I don't have more names. I mean, no, obviously, no, no. I, I would like to see a veteran corner maybe, be, you know, be brought in the mix, but – Again, it just depends on price point. They don't have a lot of money to, to work with. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I think they're just going to re-sign their own and, and go into the draft, nail it again like they did last year, build a great team, and, you know, compete for a championship. That's I why I had them as one of my winners because they didn't have to go out and find anything. Everything they already need is already inside the house. Yeah, so like, they have their core. They have their core right there. there. It's ready to go. It's going to be better because it was young last year, so they're going to improve. They're going to have a full off season. This is really the the year for the Bucks to win it all. They just won it a year early, and now yeah. they're ready to to rock and load. And now was, the Saints, we don't know. Jameis, yeah. Carolina, we don't know what they're going to do. And then the Falcons, we don't. Know. It's like a lot of the, all the questions. For the other three teams, they have a lot of questions. Where the Bucks? Oh, no doubt. No kind of like, yeah, we're just gonna run it. Back. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was gonna say like your Christmas gift came early, man. Like you knew it was gonna happen. You you predicted it, and it all it all came to fruition. Uh, if they can, if they can get, you know, like you said, a veteran defensive line, or mm-hmm. you know, back a McCoy to, to fill in a void there for something. I don't see Gerald McCoy coming back. I don't. I don't either. I'm saying, I would love it. I would love it, but I just don't see him as a fit for the team. But just know that Tom Brady is like a wizard to things. Like Tom Brady <laughs> gets things done. I've been calling him a wizard for a long time. He so like, don't be surprised if Patrick Peterson said, "You know what? Screw this. I lost the Super Bowl. I know Bruce. You know Tom's got a winning hey. culture." Give me a one-year, five million-dollar deal, and I'll do this. I'll run it. Like anything is possible, man. I, like yeah. I, I never take the uh, the cards off the table with with Tom Brady, but some I feel like somebody's gonna come, but it's not gonna be a crazy name. It'll be a, a C veteran, you know, maybe like an AP. Like mm-hmm. we we got rid of Fournette, you know, AP wants a ring. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll run with Ronald Jones, and if not, we'll take the Leonard Fournette approach to this because obviously AP has better hands than than Ronald Jones does, which I don't get because at USC, he could catch the ball and run. So I don't know what happened there. I don't there. think AP has better hands than Ronald Jones. Uh, I, Ronald Jones' hands are stone, man, I feel like. Like, he just <laughs> can't catch the ball. Okay. But uh, all I'm saying, it's going to be a seasoned veteran to come in and, and help things out there. Um, so, obviously, Bill made some moves. Uh, he kind of sat back, you know, was like, I'm not happy with this, like, you know, in his monotone voice and cut off mm-hmm. sleeves. Uh, I saw a funny meme today. It was him with like that raggedy ass uh, cut off hoodie thing that he has with the holes in it. And it's like homeless man spends $185 million in, <laughs> in one day. <laughs> so what are the odds of possibly seeing Tom Brady versus Patriots in the Super Bowl? Do you, do you mm-hmm. think that could possibly happen? 
Uh, not this year. I don't see it happening this year. They will play each other this year in the regular season, uh, which will be great. But I don't see it happening right. in the Super Bowl. I just I don't I don't have a lot of faith in Cam Newton, and I don't have a lot of faith in their defense and how they try to execute that. So I have a lot of faith in Jared Stidham. So what's up? I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we don't we don't see it as happening. No, I put at five percent at the most. All right. So Sorry. Do you Tommy. automatically have the Bucks back in the Super Bowl? Unbiased opinion. Oh no, no, I don't. I, I, it's a long way to go. It's a long process. I think right now they're the favorites. Be they're, honest. They're, have they're one of the Super Bowl. Yes, or no. I don't want the political answer. They yes, watched, no. they're one of the best. ESPN today, and they said Michael Pless winning <laughs> the Super Bowl right now. Then, then I would put say your yes. Stimmy yes, on the they're table. Gonna, they're going to run it back. Put they're your Stimmy be... on the table right now. Would yeah. you put your bucks on the on, on your Stimmy right now? Yeah, I would. I, I feel like they are the best team. When healthy, they're they they should win it all. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. Thank you. I like your I like your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's wrapping up the show. Um, do we want to play? Where do you go to college? You want to say that for next week? I got the list already. You got the list. You know. Right. So um, the list that I, I got, got three minutes left. So. All right, Mike. I got this. You're part of this list, okay? Okay. The list is all Davis brothers. Okay. This is a, a Nick look special. Everybody on this list with last name is Davis. Okay. Right. Really quickly. We're going to get through it really quick and then we're out of here. First, Antonio Davis. Where did he go to college? UTEP. Perfect. Good answer. Uh, there Second, we go. <laughs> Dale Davis. Where did he go to college? Oh, Dale Davis, man. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, Kentucky. No, Clemson. Clemson uh, University. Okay. You're not getting any chance to guess this today. I'm worried about okay, right. off. Let's go. Next one. Next one. The one that he he rebounded his own shot for for a triple double. Ricky Davis. Where did Ricky Davis go to college? Oh, he didn't go to college, did he? Ricky Davis went to college. Did he? Oh, no. Temple. Yeah, for a year. Oh, I know him as a high school player, man. I didn't know him as a college player. Um, Michigan State. No, no. but Big Ten, <laughs> correct. Big Ten is correct. Iowa. Yes, he went to Iowa. <laughs> yeah. One point for Mike. <laughs> Next one. He worked on ESPN for a while. I don't know if he's the one from ESPN. Hubert Davis. Where did Hubert Davis go to college? Tar Heel. Tar Heel. Okay. Uh, Last one. (laughs) Trick question. He didn't go to college in the United States, but he's a player in the NBA right now. And his first name is Davis Bertans. Where did Davis Bertans go? Uh, Grow up. No clue. No clue. What country is he from? Trick question. (laughs) Germany. Guess the country in Europe. All right, no, it's a Slovakia. Yes, <laughs> Michael Plus won the Mike won today. Awesome, you like the Bucks? Go ahead, <laughs> run it down, Aaron. <laughs> well, we'll let we'll let Plus you know give his shout outs to his uh his podcast first. Yeah, okay, yes, catch me at Real Bucks Talk. Uh, you can find me at YouTube anywhere. Just Google it, Real Bucks Talk. Uh, we have weekly videos always going up. So, guys, this has been a lot of fun. It's always fun with you, man. Uh, Premier Buccaneers talk. If you want it, listen to these guys. We really want to get Mark on here, but he's got, you know, he's changing hit pampers right now, and he's always got an excuse that we can't get Mark on here ever. But one day, I swear, we'll have his co-host, Mark uh, Ramirez, on here. Uh, But for us, Twitter, at the underscore Fairweather Pod, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the Fairweather Podcast. You can find it there. And wherever you subscribe to podcasts, you can find us as well. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's go. You guys have a good week. See you all next week.
Later. Peace.